Hey, 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 my beautiful kings and queens. It is a new episode of Free Your Journey. I'm so excited to be back. I didn't uh, intend to take a long break as I did. I just had some other projects that I'm working on, and that took a little bit of my time because, you know, I love making this personal time with you guys. I don't like to rush. So I just wanted to tap in today and get back on course. Free Your Journey every Every new episode appears on Fridays at 8 p.m., but you can always tap in and view some content on my TikTok or my Instagram for more insight information on how to be a better version of yourself, how to heal. We're going to talk about astrology. We talk about natal charts. We talk about everything that the world has presented to us, and then we break it down into more of a spiritual way. So today's episode, guys, we're talking about the Jezebel spirit, and I was recently just on TikTok just showing you how the Jezebel spirit appears in your life, how the Jezebel spirit takes form in a man or a woman because it's a spirit. It doesn't have a gender. It takes um, hold of whatever source it's using at that time or whatever host it's using. So if I am attached to a Jezebel spirit, it's working through me. And if a man is attached to a Jezebel spirit, it's working through him. And that's actually called the Arab spirit or the Ahab spirit. I'm sorry, Ahab spirit for the men. And then the Jezebel spirit is when it's in a woman. But it all stems from Jezebel. So I posted up one video on TikTok, which it was um, I used from the the movie Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And honestly, guys, I watched that movie when I was younger, and I did watch it again when I was older. But when I was watch, re-watching it now, because I, before I post, I always go back to watch some little recaps to see if I missed something or if my eyes are open to something totally new. So before I posted it, I already knew that I was going to get some... Not even backlash, but just getting people who want to talk about it more. Because I know that was a popular movie in the black households. Like, we always watching some trauma or some dramatic movies that's talking about the unhealed man or the unhealed woman. And right now, I'm getting um, the movie that's coming to my mind is Baby Boy. Um, so, in that movie, we got, you guys know that he was basically a mama's boy and so mama's boys tend to cling to their mama and listen and follow what their mamas do and and i, I will actually be doing a breakdown of that because that's not what i'm talking about now but it's just like how god gives me messages through the movies and has me break them down so that's what i was doing with the line between love and hate and um i used the popular song that was trending on that movie as well and I just had uh, three people from the movie, and I used Jezebel spirit, Divine Queen spirit, and then I had in the caption, how you chasing, how you want a queen, but you chasing demons. Now, I wasn't stating that any woman or anybody in the particular three trio had the Jezebel spirit. I just said that it existed. But the way I positioned it on the, um, the photo did make it seem like Brandy had the Jezebel spirit. But guys, when we go deeper into the roles of each and every person, one woman showcased the heal version. Like, she got herself from completely healed. She healed her trauma. She didn't have any past residue in her soul. So when we see people on the outside that's looking good, smelling good, doing well, that doesn't also mean that their soul is clean. Like, that what they're doing is representing themselves as a fully healed person so you don't judge them but when you get to know them you start to see their trauma so that comes on with us in the world too if you are presenting yourself as a healed version person and then you start dating someone then they start to realize like okay this person 
act like this after this certain time. If I don't call them, they're going to act like this. If I don't pick up my phone, they're going to act like this. If I leave too much space on the table for them, they're going to feel this type of way. So you start pulling people triggers out of them when you're dating them at, at first. Like you start doing stuff, even if you're not doing it intentionally, you're doing things to see how they're going to react. You're doing things to see if this you're triggering some trauma in them. And some people, this is um, their intentions. Like, they want to see how messed up you are. Like, they like to use the manipulation game. And it's heavy in the narcissistic energy or the narcissism energies. So... Pay attention to how you are operating in your life. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to the people that you have that's playing these roles in your life. Are they making you feel uncomfortable? Are they making you feel forced? Are they they're making you feel like you're controlling, like they're trying to control you? You have to pay attention to all of these things. Now, in that movie, um, Martin was trying to date both of these women. Like He was in love with one, but he wanted to use the other one. So as you break down the roles in that, he started to see that started to see that hey this chick crazy like she's gonna do some things to me that no other woman has actually done to me before because she's already been through getting her heart broken over and over and over and she's reached the end of it she's reached her breaking point so she's ready to snap and most of us women do that most men or women do that like we will either put our all into a relationship that we think is for us and when we realize that it's not for us we try to exit out of it and realize that hey you know what i got too far deep into this so realizing that hey i should have took a moment to heal myself so i'm not attracting these negative energies back into my space so if he would have just you know stepped away from trying to manipulate the young lady everything would have probably worked out a little bit better for him maybe they would have came together and they would have healed each other but he was still mind you he was a mama's boy in this movie too so you have to realize when you have that dominant mom character and plus plays this dominance role in a man's world, sometimes that does create a Jezebel spirit within the family's line. Sometimes that does create a Jezebel source or a Jezebel force. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go deeper into what the Jezebel spirit actually is. So that was just one particular topic that I used. And I also was given like some breakdowns of what the Jezebel spirit is and how do you stay away from it? Because it doesn't always come in come to you through sex you can always get the jezebel spirit for some other ways as well um people trying to control you is a huge sign that they're operating in the jezebel spirit people trying to manipulate you people trying to take advantage of you all of that is operating in the jezebel spirit that spirit is highly running wild and crazy in the world today um a lot of people are operating under the spirit and they don't even know what it is so I also use the movie um, from Tyler Perry, Diary, not Diary of a Mad. Well, I use Diary of a Mad Black Man. I mean, Diary of a Mad Black Woman, and I also use. Um, sorry, guys, my mind is going a little blank. What's the other? Oh, Medea's uh, Happy Family, Big Happy. Nope, Medea's Family Reunion. Y'all don't watch all these movies. So I'm just naming them all. So Medea's Family Reunion is the one when they, the lady got married, and reminds you that. Um, her mom was didn't abuse her, but she kind of protected her, and the other daughter was being abused. And then her 
quote unquote, I guess, good child, the daughter that she loved the most, got married to this rich man, but this rich man was abusing her. So he was basically taking advantage of her. He was manipulating her through his money because he had money. He felt like he can make all the calls. He can make all the shots. He can do all of these things. And that's the same thing within the other movie, um, Diary of a Madback Woman. She was married, but she didn't have a job. She was just a housemaker, a house um, woman, a housewife, but they didn't even have any kids. But he, because they didn't have any kids, he stepped out and made kids with somebody else and then decided that he wanted to leave his marriage and thought everything was going to be honky-dory. Money can't save you, Charles. Money can't save you. Because I remember when he got into that accident, the girl that he was trying to marry was like, no, I'm good. I'm not trying. I, I don't. I don't want to deal with this. Like, you're a vegetable. You're not going to be able to walk. You're not going to be able to do anything. Like, what am I supposed to do with you? But then meanwhile, his ex-wife came through and the clutch was like, you know what, Charles? Because I got respect for you, I'm going to make sure that you heal up and get your things together. But I'm out of dodo. Like, I'm, I'm out because I see you for who you are. So you guys have to realize what roles people are playing in your lives. Because they could be your family, your friends, your, your baby daddy, your husband, your wife. They all can be operating under this spirit. So let's go ahead and get into some characteristics of the spirit. So the Jezebel spirit, it refuses to admit guilt or wrong. It takes credit for everything, like everything. Uses people to accomplish accomplish their agenda, whatever they have that's going on for them or whatever they have that is going on for the biggest um, to destroy somebody else. They're going to do whatever they can. Like, they, they got to get the mission accomplished. They withhold information. Like, they don't like telling you certain things. They don't like letting you know what's going on in their lives. They don't like being truthful. Um, they're threatened by pro- prophetic ministries. They def- they're definitely threatened by people who can who knows the unknown, people who can speak life into things. Like, they're like, no, that's demonic. That's witchcraft. I ain't got time for that. But the Jezebel spirit is definitely of the the demonic source, or I'm going to say of the dark side. Um, the volunteers for anything, like they're always wanting to help out. They always want to be in somebody's business. They always want to know what's going on. They lie. They ignore people. Credit or show gratitude. Like they never say thank you, and they'll never tell you that they appreciate you. Um, they have an upper attitude, like they feel like they're better than anybody else. They're insubordinate. They're pushy. They sow seeds of discord. They command attention, like they're attention seekers. They're vengeful. Like whatever you do to them, they always gonna play tit for tat. Like, oh, you did that to me, I'm gonna do this to you. Oh, you did that to me, I'm gonna do this to you. Oh, I remember that time you did this to me, I'm gonna do that to you too. They make you look like the Jezebel. Like, they quick to call you out on your mess. They quick to call you out on your stuff. And you just like, I don't even know what a Jezebel spirit is. I don't even know how I'm operating in that because all I do is speak truth. All I do is give genuine energy. How am I operating the Jezebel spirit? I'm confused. And they swear they know it all. Like, y'all, I'm reading this list and I'm going through it like, okay, this was me like a few years ago. And I was just like insubordinate like i'm talking back like i'm getting like i gotta get the last say i'm doing that tip for tat energy um i wasn't really big on lying because i'm not really good at lying um pushy like you always gotta do things my way if it's not my way i ain't trying to rock with it um know it all i laugh at that one because 
always be like, I know it. I know it. And don't ask me how I know. I just know it. But that's because I have the gift of knowing in certain situations. Like, I just know certain things. But that's different than me operating in the Jezebel spirit. Jezebel spirit is when someone's trying to teach you something and you're just like, no. I already know how to do that. That ain't got nothing to do with me. You can't teach me nothing. I'm not, you're not open to receive criticism. You're not open to receive learning new information. You're just like, I know it because I'm in all be all. I got this done. I done did all the degrees. I done, I, you know, I've already excelled in all educational forms. So yeah, you try to teach me something. It's like beneath me because I'm here and you're here. Like you have to meet me here in order for me to hear you. Yeah, there's a lot of people out here like that that do not want to open their minds, that don't want to learn, just feel like they know everything, and that's what that means. Um, you're ambitious, but you're selfish. Like, when you operate in a Jezebel spirit, like, you love, you have ambition, but you hate giving to others. Like, you do not like giving to other people, unless you you know that you're going to get something back. Like, it's always a, a mutual exchange in your, in your case. It's like, oh, well, if I do this for them... They're going to do this for me. Oh, let me help them out with this. So if I need their help in the future, they're all they're going to be there. It's all it's ambition, but you're selfish. It's only for a selfish gain. Gift given, but with obligation. Like you love giving gifts, but once again, that goes then back into your selfishness. Like you give a gift, but you're only giving the gift so someone can remember you, or you're only giving the gift because you want someone to be like, oh. They, they do this for me. They're nice. I love them. It's to keep you on a hook. It's to keep you wrapped around their finger. Like, I remember in my past, whatever situation was going on in my life, I got a new gift. Whenever, you know, he was being dirty, I got a new gift. Whenever, you know, got caught up in some things, I got a new gift. Don't nobody want the most stanky gifts. Like, I want respect is what we want. Like, who wants that? Like, I don't want your sorrow gift. I don't want your repentance gift. You better ask God for repentance because God can do some things in your life that I can't. And I think that that's when things come up to play. When I started realizing how real this Jezebel spirit was and how God is like, no, I'm not. My my, my brothers, my sisters, my, my children aren't dealing with this no more. And you have to really be comfortable knowing that God is blessing me and walking with me because these spirits are going to try to attack you. These spirits are going to try to make you feel like the things that you're doing is wrong. Um, you're independent. But you won't know input from others. Like, you're just like, no, I got this. I don't need your help. Like, that's not of God. God wants us to all help each other and collaborate and do things um, together, not on a competition level. You hide information and you play too, You play a lot. I was about to say you play too much. So you play a lot. Like, you play games a lot. You're in and out with your energies. You're in and out with your energies. So those are basically the basis of the characteristics of Jezebel spirit, but they can play out of your life and your family. It can play out in church. It can play out in your friends. It can play out in your children. It just it plays out in every area, okay, at work. So in the family, family, it causes division and disorder, and it can basically destroy an entire family. Um, I didn't go rewatch this movie yet, but it's coming to my brain. The family that prays together. Heavy, 
narcissistic, narcissism, Jezebel energy in that movie. If you have not watched that movie, please go watch it. I'm actually going to watch it. I need to rewatch it myself so I can break down the roles in there for my for my own sake. But from what I remember, you guys did the woman manipulated her entire family. Like she was married and she was cheating on her husband, all of that. And then you have to realize that that stemmed down from somewhere. So in that movie, it basically it definitely destroyed the entire family with her playing games and with the mama and the grandma, not the mother, yeah, the mother of her being secretive. It just a lot going on. And then we have the husbands of the family. They can be controlling, just like I was saying in the other movie, um, Diary of a Mad Black Woman and Medea's family reunion. They had the money and they control how it was spent. They'll give you a little allowance or they'll maybe say, oh, well, here's this. Go get your nails done. But they want to control everything. Like, they were like, oh, I just gave you money to get your nails done. Or, or I can only give you this because you're not doing enough. Like, they're trying to control how you spend the bag and they knowing that you're the person that provides for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they know that you're the person that is that is providing for the household, but they want to be so controlling on how you spend the money. Like, I know I use an example just not by nails, but I'm just, it could be something even bigger than that, just like paying the household bills or doing something nice for yourself. Like, they don't want to see you look good, but they want to make sure that they look good at all times. So they basically put you in a codependency situation. They want all things to be dependent on them. All things to be dependent on them. You need a ride, I got you. You need a, you need to use a phone, I got you. You need a car, I got you. You need some money, I got you. They're frugal, but that is a, a form of control and manipulation. Like that's why they, grandmas always say, "Make sure you got your own money, sis, baby girl. Make sure you got your own money, cause you don't want nobody trying to control you." That's that Jezebel spirit. Monitors where she goes, who she's seeing, who she hangs out with. Keep her from her family and her friends. They are abusive emotionally, spiritually, physically. And they're made to feel less than or unworthy of love. Husbands should always love their wife as Christ loved the church based upon Ephesians. In Ephesians, it states that. And... If you're not giving that type of love to your wife, what are you doing? You're controlling her. You're manipulating her. You're being putting her in codependency energy when you're supposed to be the one that's providing and taking care of her. Like, God didn't give you a wife for you to take advantage of her. God didn't give you a helpmate for you to take advantage of her. God didn't give you this ultimate person to help you build with for you to just be sitting around chilling while she's handling all the bricks. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to wives, when wives are operating in this Jezebel energy, they like to have authority over their husband. They take over and rule everything. And then when they get mad with their husband, they want to withhold sex from them, knowing that God is like, hey, bro, like, look, you know, you ask for a husband, you got you to gotta suit all his needs. And that's the same thing with a, 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 a man. If you're in a relationship with your wife and you're like, nah, I ain't getting you nothing because you be acting crazy all day. That's not what God said. Like, you guys come together to give each other what they, what you guys are needing and wanting from one another. And sex goes hand in hand in a marriage. So why would you deny your partner? That's something I'd I, I be questioning, you know. 
big question. Those are just my questions. But it says in First Corinthians eleven, verse eleven, chapter eleven, verse three, that I'm sorry, I'm reading too fast, guys. Let me go back. Okay, so basically, First Corinthians eleven and three is about control and manipulation. So you guys can read onto that and see more into how you should stay away from control and manipulation in your relationship, and it'll probably give you some signs based upon um, what God's way and God's view on control and manipulation and how. To you can also read John three, verse nineteen, First Kings chapter 21, verses 5 through 7. And then you can also read Revelation 2, verses 20 through 22. So when it comes to children, children will rebel against the parental authority. Like, they don't listen. They always feel like what you're telling them is blah, blah. They ain't trying to hear what you got to say. What you said is wrong. They're going to do the opposite. They got to be proven right because ain't no way you know best. No, thank you. I ain't trying to hear what you got to say, sis. I ain't trying to hear that. Mm -mm. And when it's in children, it's passed down from generations. It's passed down from the four generations. So the mother or the father or the grandmother or the grandfather was operating in the spirit and it has been trans transformed into new energies into a new being so you must cast out the spirit you must cast out the spirit and that comes through doing a lot of fasting doing a lot of meditation doing a lot of prayer asking god to break the ties of jezebel's spirit that's connected to your family you have to go through these warfare battles in order to break certain things off because you guys know that we create in the spiritual realm so when you're making a baby, the baby is being created with the energies that you have within your body. So if you're operating in a Jezebel spirit, where do you think the where do you think the spirit is gonna go? That's a key ingredient in your baby. You just whipping it up, Jezebel spiriting it up. And at one time, the either one of y'all pray and was like, you know what, well, God, whatever we have done in our past, we are gonna leave it in the past because we're not giving birth to things that have harmed us in our in our future. We're not giving birth to things from our past. We're only living in the future. So we want what you have for us. We want this baby to come out with the divineness that you have blessed us with. We don't want to live in karma. We don't want to go back through the same issues that I have been through. I don't want to birth a baby and the baby goes through the same trauma I've been through, which showed that I didn't heal myself. Come on, man. We got to do better for the kids. Got to do better for the kids. Because, you know, the kids like to say, I want that. I get that. I got to have that. And with four brats, they're always throwing temper tantrums. There's, that's their way of manipulating and controlling you as a young age. And I say this a lot, and I don't have kids, so I be kind of careful about, like, what I say around to, to parents because parents are so offensive. And people get offended when you say anything about their kids, which I get. I understand. But there's a lot of people that's on your track to help you, like, Fight that Jezebel spirit and get some get some get some new learning systems about how to be a better parent or how to listen to your children when they're giving key signs about certain things. Because I used to always say them temper tantrums 
and you try that's manipulation i said that all the time like i'm like that's the way a kid will manipulate you they're learning manipulation early and when a, a parent gives into that it's feeding the jezebel spirit so it's growing so you had you noticed the jezebel spirit when it was three but you not one time prayed against it for your child you not one time was like oh they operating in in temper tantrum area air age i need to get rid of this what you say is, oh that's just a terrible tooth Oh, they'll grow out of that. Oh, it's okay. He do that all the time. It's not. Because, guys, I was one of those kids. And I, I think about it. Not that mom would have just prayed the Jezebel spirit about me. It would have saved me from having to deal with Jezebel's spirit when I was older. You get what I'm saying? Like, it operates differently in every age group. So when the children, when they're, when they're showcasing it, don't laugh. Don't say, you know what, they're going to grow out of that. That is a sign that God is showing you what they're dealing with in their spiritual world. What they're dealing with is coming out to the physical world, and God is needing you to grab it and be like, you know what, no, we, we rebuke this. We rebuke this right now because this will not grow any further. This will not grow. It's already been given a birth into something, but we're going to kill this spirit because this spirit doesn't belong here. You get what I'm saying? So you can read Proverbs 22, verse 6, and Isaiah 3, verse 12, and how to deal with the Jezebel spirit in children. And then you guys know that the whole point of the Jezebel spirit is to stop us from being in our divine energy. It's to stop us from doing the divine will of God. It's to stop us from wanting to fight warfare. But you have to know that you fight warfare every day, baby. You fight warfare every day. Like, even when you're not fully awake, when you're... Like, honestly, you just taking... When you in this body, you taking a break from the, from the spiritual realm. You're like, you know what? Let me just take my little eight hours and go over here and see what earth people doing. Because y'all down here don't do much. I'm going to tap out. Let me tap out. But then you go right back in it. And God's like, you came, you ready? You got your armor on today? Because last night you came to work and you ain't had nothing on but your helmet. I need you to have your sword. I need you to have your helmet. I need you to have your breastplate. I need you to have them boots on. I need you to have your belt. You got to have that belt on to keep them pants up. You got to have that belt on for protection. You understand what I'm saying? Like, when you go to sleep at night, you got to say, God, protect this vessel. Because I love being me. I know last week I was almost about to tell you to call me home. I was like, God, pick me because I'm tripping. But this week I've fallen in love with my life and I just want to keep that. Like, you got to pick the struggle. You got to pick which side you going to walk on. And now the, the verse that says to me, you can't serve two masters, you got to pick a side. So the saying that says that, I get it. Like, you can't be like, yes, I want abundance, but you're still operating in lack. You can't say, yeah, I want my business to prosper, but every time God tells you to do something, you get mad. You can't say, I want my business to grow, and God's sending you clients, and you're not even doing what you need to do. You're not even doing what you need to do. You're not even being prepared for the blessings, but you're asking God for all these blessings. You asking God to send you a husband, but you still have hurt from the last relationship. You asking God to send you a wife, but you still want to be a cheater. You still want to hide things. 
You asking God to bless you with children, but you don't even know how to be nice to the children in the neighborhood. You barely call the children in your family. When it's time to come around family with kids, you run away. You asking God for a house, but you don't even keep the house that you have now clean. You asking God for a new car, but you don't even know how to take care of the car that you have. You get what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to continue giving you um, metaphors and similes about things. Let's get real. What do you need in your life? What do you need to let go of? Sometimes in life, you have to start all the way over. You got a, you got a degree in this, but now God is like, I need you to go back because I'm trying to elevate you in another area. The world says you need a certification for it. I don't, I ask, God says he certifies all for whatever he calls them to do. He trains you up to do it. But the world says I need to, you need to get certified on a piece of paper. So I'm going to just go ahead and let you know that you're going back to school. But I'm already blessed you with these blessings. I just need you to complete them. But then you tell God, you know what? I don't feel like going back to school. That's too much for me. I don't got, I don't have enough time. I run in my business. I just got married. I have new kids. I don't have time for that. And God's like, you're going to make time. Because I'm going to wake you up at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. is the time that you're going to do your homework. I'm going to wake you up on the weekends and you're going to do that schoolwork. You're going to go handle what you need to handle. And you're going to still have time to make dinner for your husband and spend time with your kids. These random pop-ups that you have within your life right now is elevating you. If you're like, hey, this workload at work is getting too heavy. That's okay because God's getting you used to working. God's getting you used to putting in the work. If you feel like right now you're overwhelmed, figure out how to balance the time management. Because once you figure it out how to balance it, everything's going to work out perfectly for you. You just have to show up and allow God to organize it for you. When I was doing my event um, last well, in April, was it last month? Yeah. March, I was doing it in March. I had no idea how I wanted it to set up. I had no idea what I mean, I knew how I wanted it to be. But when I touched my hands on it, Everything just started to flow. Like, I couldn't even tell y'all. I'll give you, like, a, an example. But I want, let's use Cinderella. You remember when the, the fairy godmother used her wand and everything changed? That's how it was, like, with me, with form, with the Holy Spirit. Like, I was like, I don't know how to build this. But the Holy Spirit was like, yes, you do, sis. Yes, you do. You have to realize that you've already worked everything out when you wrote it down in that book, when you sent the request in to God, when you meditated on it. It's coming through for you. So I need you guys to stay committed to how you want you want in your life and release yourself from the controlling spirit and just open yourself up to something new. Open yourself up. And when you see the signs of the Jezebel spirit, you rebuke it right there. You will not speak to me today. I don't have time for this energy today. I send you back to Sunday real quick. Because we're not doing that. I'm all happy and joyous over here, but what you do is bring me that energy that I don't understand and I don't want to understand. I don't want to be friends with Jezebel. I don't want to date Jezebel. I don't want Jezebel to be my mom. I don't want Jezebel to be my husband. I don't want Jezebel to be my wife. I don't want Jezebel to be my brother. I don't want Jezebel to be my sister. These are things you have to say to yourself. I am completely in control of this vessel with the divine guiding me. We are co-creators in this world, and we're going to do this together. And Jezebel, you have no space up in here, sis. 
A rap, Ahab, you have no space up in here, bruh. You know what I'm saying? You have to speak it out. I know sometimes you, I may be sounding crazy to y'all, but if I'm for real, speak it. If somebody is lying to you, you could say, you know what, I rebuke the Jezebel spirit. If somebody is trying to control you, you say, you know what, I rebuke the Jezebel spirit. If somebody is trying to manipulate you, you could say, you know what, Jezebel, I ain't got time for you today. I sent you back. You're in control. When Jesus said in that Bible, he said, you cast out demons, you can heal, but you have the faith not to. You don't have the faith to do it. I'm daring you today to speak over your life and tell Jezebel she don't have no space here. Send Jezebel back to where she was sent from. Send her back to Cinder. And you can take control over your life just as Jesus said that we can do. And you say, I have the power within me to send you back to Cinder because my God says so. Because God says so. God used Jesus as an example to show me what I'm capable of doing. And that is what I'm going to do. Because I remember in the passages when God was on the when Jesus was on the boat and they woke him up to stop the storms, stop the winds. And Jesus was like, bro, I'm trying to get a nap. Um, you could do this yourself, but instead you woke me up because you don't have no faith. I need you to be like that today. Wake yourself up and say, you know what? Not, not today. Not today. Today it stops here. Today it stops here because I am aware and I know what's going on and I'm hip to this. I'm open my eyes to all of this negativity, to all of the things that are coming around me and I'm releasing myself from it. I'm stepping away from the things that was holding me back from being great. And if that's something that was sent through the bloodline, I'm clearing it up today. If that was something that was sent through somebody that I had a sexual encounter with, I'm cleansing it up today. I'm doing some wound cleaning. I'm doing some chakra healing. I'm going to tap into my sacral chakra. I'm going to tap into my heart chakra. I'm going to cleanse out all the residue that somebody may have left on me. Because, guys, I was heavily attacked by that spirit. And that spirit lived within me for a long time. For a very, very, very long time. And I, I still, to this day, don't know if it was coming through my bloodline. Well, actually, yes, it came through my bloodline. And then also, I met somebody else on my journey that I was um, sexually encountering with that had that same spirit. And so, you know what? They say when... Well, I don't know what happens when you meet the same spirit twice, but I'm using the, the the Bible scripture when it says that when you cleanse up your home and you let one spirit go, it brings back seven. Imagine that. All my chakras was blocked up. Every last one of them. I didn't know how to tell people how I felt. I didn't just let people walk over me. My heart just being open and just letting people come in and just take from it. My sacral chakra where you know the women the hormones and you being free and flowing was blocked i wouldn't know how to be joyous in my body realizing that your hips don't move like they're supposed to and i was just like i can't hula hoop like the other girls that's where trauma lies right in your hips they say that twerking is bad but i look at twerking as like that's a way of moving your hips moving your body getting things elevated and situated in your heart it's movement of your body. The whole thing is you got to be able to move. You got to be able to share your energy, share your joy. Now, don't ask me about that twerking thing, y'all. I don't know where I don't know where I was coming from that, but that's a, a form of healing. Dance is a form of healing. So move your body. Get the energies moving. So like I was saying about the seven energies or the seven chakras being of the seven sands. 
I said I had a question one day, and it's coming back to me when I said when it said Jesus saved Mary Magdalene from seven. She was possessed by seven demons, and I was just joking, but I I I take my joke seriously because I do feel God speaks to me. He's very funny. I'm a very he's very he's he's a comedian, and I love it because me and him laugh all day. So when he said that, I was like, well, maybe she was possessed by seven demons because her chakras was blocked. And I really believe that. You have to heal up them areas. You have to let all of that stuff out. You can't allow Jezebel to come through and block up all your chakras. Like, I was stepping away from people that loved me, stepping away from people who cared, and I was running back to people who was harming me. Not realizing that I'm trauma bonding. And if if me and that sad person would have had babies, them little babies would be running around with little Jezebel spirits just everywhere, being little demons. So you have to realize what comes up, what comes up in your life and what God saved you from. And in this moment... Y'all, I'm smiling internally. I'm smiling so, gl- I'm glowing so happily inside because I just got a revelation that the thing that I thought I lost was the biggest blessing of my life. The biggest thing I lost in my life was the biggest blessing in my life. Mm, that's a whole word. The things that I struggled with and when people saw on me was not me. The things that people saw on me was not me. I created soul ties with another and that's what they saw on me. They saw the other person's energy on me. They saw the other person's energy because the person left me damaged. They left me hurt. They left me in the the discount bucket. But God was like, baby, I'm picking you up out of this discount bucket and I'm dusting you off my queen. I'm dusting you off and I'm putting my crown up on your head. Because how dare you allow the, the sin of man to make you feel like I didn't make you amazing. How dare you let the sin of man call you out and make you feel like you this and you that and you were just a bell and you sleep around and you lie and you cheat on people when you're not even that person. How dare you let the sin of man make you feel like you weren't going to be a great woman, you wasn't going to be a great mom, or you killed your kid. How dare you let the sin of man make you feel like these are the things that I don't want, I don't have for you. The things that you've lost may, and I'm not going to restore to you. How dare you let the sin of man make you feel like all the things that I have for you is not going to come to fruition for you. It's not going to come to, it's not going to come to pass. How dare you let the sin of man make you feel like the things that I want to bless you with is not yours. How dare you let the sin of man take you off of the throne I've pushed you on. On your high horse. And I'm saying this to you because you have to realize that you're royalty. And when people come to knock you off of your throne, off of your place where God set you at, it's time for you to step away. Because these people, when you are creating a soul ties with people, they bring out another version of you that you've never seen before. The soul tie make you act like... And negative soul ties make you feel like you are operating in someone else's energy. Like, I didn't used to cuss, now I'm cussing. I didn't smoke, now I smoke. I didn't drink, now I drink. You are oper- you're being somebody totally different. That's what happens when you lay down and create trauma bonds and create negative soul ties. We have to be careful who we lay down with. Like, lately, I have been having this conversation with God, like, okay, God, so the way I look at it is if if I'm laying down with someone 
and they have not even committed to making God their center, that's bringing nothing but demonic energies to me because they haven't decided that they wanted to give their life completely to God. You get what I'm saying? So when you open up these portals to people who are still lying and cussing and deceiving and hating and envious and breaking all Ten Commandments, you are putting yourself in their energy, but they're getting blessed off of your divineness. You have to be, this is where it comes in, to be equally yoked. Because I had that question forever. I'm like, what does that even mean, equally yoked? If I don't know God and he don't know God, and it's not really equally yoked to me, you have to have a center base. You have to know that there is something that's operating that's within you that is not that is not you. You have to understand that God has put us in this world to help each other. This world is not our own. Like I just stated earlier, we're co-creators. We have a creator that created us, and we are co-creating in our own world. God knows what was written down on the paper for us on our little blueprint praying. And now he's like, okay, well, blueprint, you got it here. It's in it's it's within you. I just need you to need you to read the fine print. I just need you to understand the codings that I'm dropping to you. I just need you to realize that right about now I'm opening up some doors in your life that only I can open and only I can close. And I need you to understand that there's certain things you gotta step away from. You gotta stop gossiping. You gotta stop talking about people. You gotta stop and distant you gotta stop. You gotta stop not showing up for people. Your word is your bond. You got to be there for folks. You got to realize that God is working it out right now in this season. And God's calling his kids. He's calling his children. He's calling his king, His kingdom children to stand up and elevate in the spirit and know that everything is working it out. But he wants us to attack Jezebel. We have to unite together and step away. You women, men, if you're dating and you know that this other person has another party, step away. That's opening up more doors for Jezebel to be happy, for her to be like, you know what, they stupid. We're not doing that. We're not creating little Jezebel babies. We're creating kingdom babies. We're creating kingdom relationships. We're stepping up into our powers now. Ain't no more. We're not We're not doing no sidelines. We're only main courses around here. If you're not trying to be a main course, baby, this you're not for me. Like, guys, I have been... I've been committed to me for a very long time. Let's just say that for a, quite a, while, a long time. And a lot of people will be like, well, you know, you can go out here. You could date. You could do this. You could do that. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Because them folks got just been spirits. I smell it before they even step to my door. I smell it before. I see it when they texting me. I see. I can feel it when they calling me. I'm not interested in that. If you can come to me on some king stuff, you can come to me on some king energy. You will get a queen. But when you playing me like a joker or a fool, that's what you're gonna get. The joker. Because I'm not I'm not gonna give you all of me when I'm getting pieces of you, right? That's that's really mostly how most of us think. But then also, I'ma give all of me to me. I'ma let God feed me daily. So when I get the cup and it overflows, you can have that overflow, baby. Because my cup's still here. And I'm going to sip my tea proudly as you sip from the overflowage of it. Because I would not dim my light. I would not drop my crown. I would not empty my cup for anyone anymore. My cup stays empty. You will get the overflow. My crown stays tipped it high. 
and you can see the glow. My mouth stay closed. I don't talk about nothing I don't know. And I'm continuing to just going to allow my soul to flow. Y'all see how beautiful and poetic that came out? That was nothing but the Holy Spirit. And I am feeling it so much right now. And I just am happy that God is once again just showing up in my life and just dropping gems into my vessel as I connect to you guys. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are blessed. Y'all are divine kings and queens. Do not let anybody else tell you anything other than that. Don't let people who are hating on you talk about your past. What is talking about my past doing for you? If you are not learning anything about my past and seeing how my transformation has elevated and how God has blessed me, baby, talking about my past ain't doing nothing for you. Talking about my past is keeping my past relevant when I don't live there anymore. The things you might think I'm doing, I ain't, I'm not doing. The things you worried about if I'm doing, I'm not doing. Because I don't care. If you ain't worrying about me, I ain't worried about you. If I ain't talked to you in so long, I don't even know what's going on in your life because I'm, I'm so connected to me. It's not saying I don't care. It's just saying that I'm so connected that I'm not, I, I don't have time to, to, to conjure up things that is untrue about you. And that's what the goal needs to be about for everybody. Mind your business. And when somebody is talking to you about some things, help them. Help them to understand what they're going through. And if you have no idea, that's when you guys can, you can suggest, you know what? I think we should pray about it because I'm confused and I don't want to lead you the wrong way. Do not give anybody information that you have no idea about what you're talking about. When I, someone comes to me and asks me about certain things, I'm like, pray about it because I don't know. And it's nothing, it's nothing rude about that. It's the truth. There's, there's, there's levels to this. You have to come to me asking me for information. I have to go to my source, ask my source for the information to see if I can give it to you first. You asking me to do certain things with you, I have to go to my source and ask, is this person, do I need to connect with this person? Is this person okay? Should I proceed? And one thing about me, baby, I'm not going to judge nobody. You telling me that you just did some crazy stuff, or you telling me that you thinking about doing some crazy stuff, or you, something crazy is going on in your life, and you're uncomfortable with talking about it. There's nothing that you could tell me that I have not ever done in my life. And that's why I'm so proud that God has healed me from the craziness that I used to do. I haven't decided yet, but I was like, maybe I'll give y'all like some little tap-ins, like the craziness that I used to do. But then, you know, people like to to judge you on that. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But then I'd be like, I don't care because I'm not that person anymore. Like, I'm not that person anymore. And those are the moments I celebrate. Like, oh, I used to do that. But you can, you wouldn't dare catch me doing that no more. That's how you need to be when people try to try to say that you're doing something that you're not. Oh, I used to. And I used to love doing it. But now I love something else even more. And that's God. God showing me that I am amazing. And that the things that I want, he going to provide to me because I, he knows that I'm worthy of it all. I'd rather chase that then chase down these spirits within a bottle that has me waking up with a headache in the morning and having me not being sober-minded, not getting to work on time. I'm cussing folks out. I'm always in a negative attitude. I'd rather not feed myself those things. I'd rather just work it out and be happy. 
guys i thank you so much for this for you watching this episode please feel free to like the video please feel free to share this video with someone who you think um is struggling with the jezebel spirit or who needs um education on the jezebel spirit someone who needs just some comfort words for their day this video is perfect don't forget to follow me on instagram like me on facebook join my facebook group if you would like as well everything is called free your journey and also you can Follow me on TikTok. On TikTok, my name there is Queen Row underscore one one one. I feel like I said that wrong, but it's okay. It might be Queen underscore Row one one one. If not, it's Queen Row underscore one one one. But guys, I thank you guys so much once again for liking and subscribing and being amazing. Don't forget to say your I am's every morning. Remember that you are amazing. You are perfect. You are glorious. You are victorious. And there's nothing that anyone could do about it. I love you much. You guys have a great day.